Welcome everyone to the latest episode of Podcast. As always, I'm Wayne. I'm Kim. I'm Darren. I'm Jill. <laughs> we are in the Black Sheep on Cable Street. We've got points in front of us. We are outdoors, indoors. We're out indoors. We're out indoors. We're out indoors. So how have you folks, lovely folks, been? It's been a couple of weeks. It has. And lots of shit has dropped. And lots of stuff is continuing to drop today because today is Disney Plus Day. Right. And all this stuff about stop this like Arthur's Day. Stop legitimizing this shit. To by, Arthur! By, by I don't drink again. No, it's like Arthur's Day. They call it a thing, and they expect us to all say a thing. I draw the line. Prime Day can fuck off. Disney Plus Day can fuck off. Arthur's Day can fuck off. I think it's not telling me what to do. I just want to get Disney for one so uh, well they've, they've announced the rank of, well, yeah. they've announced the titles of the shows they, they haven't actually announced any yeah so no trailers or anything no trailers um, they got, you got one clip of, of Samuel L. Jackson with a beard um, Nick Fury for Secret Invasion there's, Sweet. A new, there's a new Secret Invasion TV series and Nick Fury is in it and he's got no eye patches he's narrowed eye and he's got a big grizzly kind of Tom Hanks and Castaway beard is he a shape changer absolutely fucked if I know Terry I mean we'll find out eventually I do like that they've finally gone the I don't want to watch where they patch anymore. Ah, oh, well, just future tech and it'll be fine. Robot yeah. eye. Excellent. We'll see. Or, or slightly cable eye. As you know, you can do nanotechnology in TU Dublin. Yeah. It's the future. It is the future. The future Irish Avengers TV show out next week. No. Sure, look at all the fucking science. I was walking through town the other day and I saw this bus stop. That had like electronic 3D signage telling me what time of day it was. And it wasn't selling anything, it was just like, it is Thursday at whatever time. Here, have that. Was it Skynet and was it actually saying, Wayne, it's this time? Oh, no. And now, and now, now, phone boot boots are back because they're all digital signs as well. They've got all these, it's like Blade Runner. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you had a little Blade Runner and a moment. Blade Runner moment, yeah. Oh, we need his hover cars. Yeah. Like you know, Finally, the, the off-world colonies. I expected that announcement from a blimp or something. But yeah, that's where we're at. That's the part of the world. Well, we've always been a war in East Asia. That's just as long as we know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know we've we've all actually. I haven't been officially to the cinema, but you three have. I viewed my movies at home yeah. um, because IMAX was full of the great unwashed, and I didn't get to go see Dune. But I did watch it at home. Thanks. Yeah. Man. So we've all seen Dune. Yes. yes. No, Kim, you haven't seen Dune. I don't, but I don't care to stop the conversation about cool. it. Cool. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I'm the exact same with Eternals. I haven't yep. seen the Eternals. And you're wrong. But I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with Dune. I have a feeling with Dune, because of the age of the story and how cinematic it is, that it's not going to be dis- diminished by a conversation I heard. Like, it's still no. going to be an experience. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and an experience it damn well is. Because it's gorgeous. Visually yeah. lovely. And that yeah. Howard Shore score. Yeah. Yeah, they should just, you just should recall the names of Howard Score. Howard Shore Score. Just do it, man. It, 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 you know, the alliteration is right there in front of you. Howard Score. Done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the whole thing, part one of, of a two part movie. Um, I, I don't know if you guys knew that going in. I knew that I going did, in. I didn't. That was the only problem I kind of had with it was like, was there, uh, and more, and more. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Cheeky to find that out in there, isn't well, it? I don't mind waiting, you know, because I've got the old ones to watch again and again. David Lynch, yeah, <laughs> what, uh, what's the time frame between the, the, they're the gonna, they're, they're to, Sorry, what's the time frame? As between? in, how, how soon are we due to get? They're gonna, two? they're gonna film part two next. Start filming part two next year with the release date twenty twenty three. Oh shit! So we're gonna wait two years. Yet, yeah. yeah, I haven't even filmed it yet because. This, this, the release of this was delayed by COVID. Yes. And then there was the, there was a weird anticipation. Will it do well? Won't it do well? Yeah. Um, it's done phenomenally and it's well. And it's done phenomenally well. Uh, received phenomenally well. I, as a fan of the story, as somebody who read the book at an early age, who at an early age when, when we had nothing else, I loved the David Lynch movie. Yeah. And the follow-on sci-fi series that would that actually addressed all the sequels as well. And had an amazing cast. Um, mm-hmm. Children, of Dune. Children of Dune, 
Children of Doom as well, which starred James McAvoy. James McAvoy. A very young James McAvoy. I think I've seen that on like Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime keeps telling me to watch things. It's like, you might like this, Jill, on the basis that you've watched The Expanse and all the other sci-fis we have. Yeah. Um, here, watch this. I'm just worried it hasn't aged well. That's, I haven't seen it either, but I'd be like... You know, it's aged okay. That's good. It's aged okay. It's like, it's still got that. It's like going back and watching Stargate or... Or yeah. like you know DS9 or something Vulcan like it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, got, it's got that level of it was that era of sci-fi, and it was like that era of mid to late nineties yeah. special effects. Okay. You know, and it's and it scrubs up well enough, and the acting is tops. <laughs> the acting is good. There's a good yeah. cast in there. So yeah, definitely. Like I mean, if you've never watched the sci-fi series of Dune or Children of Dune, and you're aching for something along those lines after seen the film and you wait and definitely will yeah yeah go watch it it's good um, you can't help but compare the, the current film with the David Lynch one of course um, and as much as I loved the David Lynch one I was aware as I grew older after rereading the book over and over how much it missed the point on a lot of things um, it's been hamstringed by the studio and a lot of it was a bit of that yeah so <clears throat> so basically um, uh, so basically, he uh, when David Lynch made that, it was his first big major studio blockbuster. Yeah. Like he made small, independent-like movies. So it wasn't a case of this, like it was something he was used to. It's just he, like he made, he made fucking a Razorhead, for God's sake. Uh, you know, so I mean, it was like people were expecting, I don't know what they were expecting of him giving him that type of a vehicle, but I think... There are elements of the classic David Lynch Dune that are, are, are pretty bang on. Like, do you like Chardra or is that what you Okay. <laughs> um, there was some, some of the David Lynch film that was pretty on the money and then there was some of that wasn't. Yeah. They dropped characters completely out of the story. So he was forced though. There was a lot of interference, right? There was a bit of interference from the studio and the overwhelming, I mean... Look, they were just on his ass nonstop. They were, but he was also quite young and... The cast, like, there was problems to begin with because he cast Kyle MacLachlan as Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides is meant to be 16 years of age, yeah. not a mid 20s going into his 30s kind of dude. He's the whole point of it. Paul Atreides is that he is growing up as a teenager and he can't handle all of this. Bullshit. Yeah, he's all this shit being thrown around. Yeah. And I, I, I saw a couple of comments online talking about here like, oh. Paul Atreides like he's a fucking mopey teenager and I was like hang on a minute so was it I've never read the book situation. I have seen I've seen the, the, the David Lynch movie but I was like from what I've read online I was like well hang on isn't that supposed to be what Paul yeah. Atreides yeah. is yeah. I thought Timothy Chalamet was fucking amazing he was like he, I really yeah. did he's, and I've seen him in a couple of things over the last uh, years and I know he's heralded at the moment as like one of the next generation of yeah. T- very talented young actors yeah um, and I thought the way he kind of carried the weight that is on Paul at that time he did it really well he's very good at being conflicted um, so I, I, I thought it was phenomenal like, yeah. sorry but back to your point about Car- Kyle being too no you're right though no, you're, right. you're right on the money hence why I love the scene about oh, yeah, I see your beard's coming along really no and like, I was like Somebody was pissing and moaning about the fact that um, uh, Paul's mother played by uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. Who's awesome in James Bond, star in a, a, a series on Netflix called The Red Ten. She's great in that too. Mission Impossible. Uh, she's in Mission, Mission Impossible. I saw somebody giving out about her saying like, oh, well, she's she's too young. And I'm like, well, hang on. She's got a teenage son. So like, she could realistically be young. When I was 16, my mum was only 37. So, yeah. And, and somebody else is like, oh, Oh, she didn't have enough presence, and I was like, I didn't see that at all. No, I thought I she was wonderful. Again, again, she has her whole history of like going against her orders, orders, yeah, <laughs> and and bearing a son when she should have born a daughter, and indoctrinating him into their magics. Um, I thought she was phenomenal, as was. Um, Charlotte, what's her face? Charlotte Rampling. Rampling. Yeah. Yes. The entire cast were fucking fantastic. There wasn't a bad performance from no. anyone. Stupid sexy Zendaya was peachy. Zendaya was peachy. When she turned up. As Chani. Yeah, as Chani. She, like Zendaya, so the whole character of Chani, even though she's heavily featured in the promotional material, because Zendaya is so hot right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So hot. Um, she only turns up towards the end of the movie. 
Chani's storyline happens in the second film. Chani becomes more prominent in the second movie. When she meets Paul. So we're dealing with a Flula Borg sort of situation. We are, yeah, very much so. She was the Flula Borg. So I want to go to that prison day and be a Yeah, exactly. So the whole thing about Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides, I was skeptical because I hadn't really seen him in anything. And then I saw him in this. I haven't seen him in anything. He's in everything. I haven't. I haven't seen him. If I had, I'd forgotten about it. (laughs) But um, him and his little face. Yeah. If if I have seen him in anything over the last couple of years, I've forgotten about him due to my, you know, instability of mental health. The parts of being a wall. Why did something happen? It's just a small (laughs) event. Um, But. I I was sold as soon as they did the Gom Jabbar scene, the box scene. Oh so, yeah. There's a famous scene in June um, where what's in the box? What's in the box? Where the the, the, the Reverend Mother of the Bene Gesserit Order brings Paul in to test him. Yeah. He has to put his hand in a box without her telling him what's in it, and she just says it's pain, and she holds a needle to his neck called the Gom Jabbar, and it's basically if she stabs him with it, he's dead, and he's not to take his hand out of the box. This is a pivotal moment in the story of Paul Atreides, yeah. where you start to see him come into his powers as the Kuzat uh, Zagarak, yeah. the chosen one that the Bene Gesserit are trying to, for generations, have been trying to breed. Yeah. And they've been trying and failing over the generations of the, the royal houses within the world of Dune. So you have the, uh, the Atreides, the Harkonnen, um, and there's a couple of other royal houses as well, but they're the two main ones. We don't care about them. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't. we don't. It's the Harkonnen and the Atreides are all that matters. What's an analogous of? Uh, well, there's multiple analogies, but mainly it's colonialism right. and how fanaticism can be bred through cruelty and also through devotion to somebody who's pure. So Duke Leto Atreides is a good man. He has got good values. He's got good values, um, he treats his people well, he puts more stock in life than he does in wealth and in power, and he wants to form bonds of friendship with, say, the Fremen who live on Arrakis. Whereas the Harkonnens are all about ruling with an iron fist, about fear, they're they're brutal, they're treacherous, um, they're they're not good people. Where um, And the whole point that Frank Herbert really wanted to drive home as well is, is that even if somebody who virtually is a good good individual, a good leader, can develop followers that are fanatics because they believe in them so much. Right. And it, it kind of crosses both of the houses. They, they're, they're two sides of the same coin, basically. Um, they, same reaction to opposite situations. Yeah, they're cousins, basically. They are cousins down the bloodline. Now, the Bene Gesserit, um, have been trying to breed the Quizzet Zadarak. They had tried previously with the Harkonnens prior to the story of Doom. And it didn't work out. They, but they did get the character that's yet to turn up in the films called Fade, who was played by Sting in the David Lynch movie. Oh, I, was, yes. I was waiting for a Sting-like character yeah. and I was like, where yeah. is he? No. So yeah, in the David Lynch film, Sting and the Beast for Band show up quite early. Sting. Fade and the Beast for Band show up Fade quite early. Up, yeah in the David Lynch story and he pretty much just sulks around the background with crazy eyes just you know wanting to say I want to kill Paul Atreides that's all he's for and forming unusual feelings in me as a child in a rural national school that had the Dune Companion annual wow. in the school library I was like I don't know what this feeling is but this is new wow that's amazing <laughs> this is new and I like it Sting in his get up yeah in his, in his winged codpiece yeah, yeah um, so I mean and that's the other thing about this particular film that you have to love is that the, the, the design and the art direction uh, of the the, 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 the Denis Villeneuve uh, version is just Denis Villeneuve uh, is just unreal because yeah. They really like put everything up on the screen. Um, it's, 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 I regret not seeing it in IMAX, but I will go see it again in IMAX. It looks, it would, it would probably look, look better on the big screen. Sure, definitely. Um, but the whole point of the fade character is that he is the counter to Paul. Yeah. So because while Paul is the is the is the, the kind of the result of House Atreides and a Bene Gesserit woman conceiving a, a, a male child. Fade is the result of the Harkonnens and a Bene Gesserit conceiving a male child. And Fade is completely fucked up. 
Like he's the total opposite of Paul. But the whole thing about Paul is that Paul, as Jill said, struggles with the with the responsibility. And you see Timothy Chalamet. Like there's a moment in the film where he's in a, a, a sand tent with with his mother after escaping the Harkonnen <laughs> attack that wiped out the House of Trades. And he's just he's seen all these visions about his future and he just doesn't want it yeah. he's like I'm a kid I don't want to want this I don't want this yeah don't want it do not want I like it yeah and it's like it's all coming down on the shoulders of this child but he slowly but surely starts to put himself in a position where he starts to understand he has no choice it's either he does it or the Harkonnens rule and the Emperor rule yeah yeah thank you um, so I, I just think personally as a Doom fan and as somebody who loves the story in and out I thought yeah I'm a pure mark I was a pure mark what did you guys think of the film yeah. I've waffled on for ages what did you guys think of the film well it's short and sweet I really really enjoyed it it's it's what I was expecting like from, from watching I've watched the, uh, the original movie several times not getting the, 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 the deep levels of what it's about I'm just thinking oh this is a, a sci-fi movie but I got I got to see loads I was interested to see what the technology would be like I love the uh, the ships that were like cra- uh, not um, with the like wings fire uh, fireflies that was brilliant um, that got me thinking about like what else did they change towards or when, when the original got released I loved uh, you see I'm going to be bad with names but I loved seeing uh, Cable in it as it the character it very deep floppy in fairness yeah like I'm just uh, just work, trying to work out who was going to be the person that betrayed them because I knew it was a, a new movie so I didn't really know if it was going to go along the same line so at the beginning now I'm not going to say whether or not but at the beginning I thought uh, now uh, Josh Brolin isn't it it's Cable Josh Brolin, Brolin played yeah. Gurney Halleck. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Gurney who was going to be the betrayer. Nah. I, no, because I didn't know. I'd never read the books, but I love that. Like, that's one thing I love about not having read the books. And I could go in again. It's like, this is a new movie. I've already watched the original one, but I, I'm up to see what to do because it might be from the books. So at the beginning, I'm like, oh, no, don't be a bad guy. And then I was like, or maybe it's Aquaman. Oh, no, hold on. Oh, I love how you went in and go, you see I've learned a long time ago that I am brutal with names so from then on as opposed to staying quiet going crap I can't remember the actor at the moment I'm just going to say who I remember him on yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's other people yeah, out there and it's, it's, just, it's just the way my brain works unfortunately but it was so great to see to see Aquaman I remember him from when he was in Stargate Jason, Jason Momoa in my brain of Jason yeah. Well, I remember him from Stargate, so purely just as, oh my just as just as an actor to see him start like to start off there and to work his way up, but not only to put to be in this movie and to actually bring the own because he's kicking so much to ass be in this, this movie. movie with no beard. Yeah, so well, he, 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 he has at the beginning to trick everybody. No, no, I, I managed it. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Um, Momoa is a good actor. He is. That's kind of mad. Yeah. But he's also kicking ass and taking names in this you, as well. Were you like, ah, oh, at the visuals? It was really, really cool. Like, um, I, I, like, I took, took in every single, the, the, even the, um, the trees, the, the, that scene where he's watering yeah, the trees, the trees yeah. and he's talking about why that they were there. I was like, oh, that's great. You know, and that's the thing about this film that's so good is that it took time to pace it. It didn't just, yeah. it didn't just fucking jam everything in and go, here, have this. Blah. Care about these it trees. Give you all the story. I want. It slowly but surely gave you moments where you could breathe. Well, presumably it's because uh, uh, Denis Villeneuve has gotten a blank check from Hollywood after all of his success that they will get off his dick long enough for him to actually make the thing. Yeah. And and um, you feel bad for people who were not given the same chance with the same epic material. Well, that's it because there is. Having, having not read the books, but Sorry, I saw John, John, John Carter of Mars. <laughs> from what I understand, there is such a rich kind of tapestry of yeah. history in relation to, you know, Doom, the, the, the fucking families, the, you know, how everything has progressed up until when the Atreides family take over. Yeah. Um, the Atreides family. Yeah, you can't shove it all in, no. in one go. It, it so would have wrecked it if I thought the pacing was fantastic. Yeah. I really fucking enjoyed it. I thought it looked beautiful. The, the same as you, Darren. I was blown away by the, the ship designs. 
I loved those. Cartons. I thought they were they deadly. Were I am all about like ships that look like insects. Yes. I can't wait to see. Like, even the spaceships we did get to see at the beginning. I can't yes. wait to see what they're going to do. Like again, I was worried because the, the bad thing about like saying yeah. this is part one of a movie is that it doesn't do well. Like um, John Carpenter from Mars, where like everything was taken John from the. John Carpenter movie. from Mars. <laughs> Sorry, John. You know what I mean. The role of movie, horse movie, tonight movie. will be played by Darren. No, 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 everybody's horse. <laughs> movie, 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 movie. Ah! Like it's end of part one. That was a surprise that to was, you. I didn't know, and, and I was avoiding uh, I was avoiding anything to do with it, like the play, so I can go in with, like, you know, like, like, go. That's good and bad. But it, it, it is kind yeah, of because then is. the worry once you see it, you're like, oh, yes. And then you're like, you're quickly, as soon as you get out of the cinema mind, on your phone going, because you've seen it like how much has this made so far and then you're just staring going there was a moment was there was a, no but there was no it wasn't it wasn't really yeah. until after like it was two released? yep until two weeks it was in the cinema wow a week and a half it was in the cinema and then they said you know what we're gonna go ahead with part two you know what it's, it's grand so surely there's plates spinning while that's happening like while they're waiting it, it they didn't announce it until like i said it was already there. everyone was like fucking release it tell us now when you're doing it and like all the diehard fans who had seen it like day one were like we need part two now yes and they did not i think it was a good week and a half yeah and then they were like yeah we're gonna do it it's okay imagine, imagine if they didn't make a second part because you you and you watched it at home but that's the worry but, but then you go <laughs> but then you go <laughs> 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 and we'd be, it'll be at the end it'll be like part <laughs> one not <laughs> happening because it's <laughs> three our faces because <laughs> these cunts yeah, look at these. Did, our never... faces just like I love that scene and to 
that's what, as I said again, you get to see what his dad's yeah. like, and it's like, no, we're going in and getting those people, fuck the spice, and everyone's like, what? And then you can see that that was passed down into Paul Atreides. Yeah, yeah. say Atreides, Atreides. But um, that, that's what I said. And then when you get to finally get to see the worms, I was just like, ha, 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 ha. One thing that did bug me about it, this is a technical thing. Yeah. The colour grading on the trailers is better than the colour grading on the film. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Well, obviously, uh, Trailer House makes trailers, but like. Uh, yeah. So the, that, that one particular scene mm -hmm. where the sandworm comes up while, while uh, Jessica and Paul are running through the desert to find the Fremen, where you finally get to see the Shailud as they come up out of the Shailud. fucking sand. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at like my 55 inch 4K TV going, fuck, where, what, where is this gob? But on the trailer, I put the trailer on 4K on YouTube, the next same scene on the trailer, I can fucking see everything. Crystal fucking clear. But the colour grading on the film, it wasn't as good. I don't know, I understand. I don't understand that. And the other thing I loved is the way you got to see the way the sand. Like, I'm always, I was always wondering as a kid, why don't they just fucking run away quicker? And you got to see that the sand just goes all weird. Just the little things of that Why don't they just run away? Because it's fucking massive. Yes, <laughs> and you get to see the vastness of it. But like in the David Lynch one, you got to see, but they were all maquettes and puppets and shit. Yeah. Before its time, it was like, oh look at that. Yeah. Um, and like the, the thing about the David Lynch film that I love, looking back on it now with nostalgia, is the amount of actors that are in it now, back back then, that are now huge, big yes. nerd actors. Yeah. Give me examples. Patrick fucking Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Played Gurney Halleck. He the role that was played by Josh Brolin in the new film was played yeah. by Patrick Stewart in the old one. R.I.P. the very recently deceased Dean Stockwell yeah. played Dr. Huey yeah. in the original one. So would um, that Patrick Stewart would have been after Tinker Taylor, right? It would have been, yeah. yeah. It was 84. Right, okay. 84. So not that long. Not that long. He was still, but he still looked like Patrick fucking Well, he's looked like that for yeah. fucking yeah. decades. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's how we think. It just looked like he managed. walked off the set of Next Generation. Well, yeah. you and him just chilling out looking the same for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> So my, my beard is a lot grayer than it has been, right, yeah. you know, it's definitely... Yeah. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you also, like, the one thing that I, I, I'm so happy that they did more in the new film was they actually explored the story of Duncan Idaho. Yeah. In the original David Lynch film, Duncan Idaho got done dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's his name, he got done dirty. Okay, he got really done dirty on it. Say, say that five times while pissed. Yeah. Um, the book was written in the 60s. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the character of Duncan Idaho was in the in the David Lynch room was just dispatched ceremoniously, just gone in in a matter of minutes. He had one scene and that was it. And then I, and then I had the fear of like, oh fuck, please, because Duncan Idaho was actually a hugely important character in the entire story, not just this movie. There's an entire thing about that character that nobody, if you haven't read the book, you don't know about. Okay. Right. All right. Um, so there's so, a huge thing. Yeah, okay. There's a huge thing. That's the reason why they cast a young actor, young enough actor that's fit enough in him to maybe play him again down the line sometime. Oh. Uh, so maybe like space takes a while kind of thing to travel. So, it's, it's so the, the thing about, and, and if anyone, I'm going to say, if you want me to spoil it, I can no, spoil no, it. No, no, I can well, tell you. Not for, them, not for no. them. No. Well, I don't okay. care. But, right. Yeah. So I won't spoil it, but um, there's a reason why Duncan Idaho was so important and why Denny Villeneuve is happy to do two more movies, including the follow-up to this two one, more. and uh, Messiah, Doom Messiah, which is the second book. Uh, there's like six books, okay. but like the main story of Paul gets wrapped up in the first two, then you're in okay. The Children of Doom, which is Leto Atreides II, which is his son, who was played by um, James McAvoy in the TV series. Um, so there is there is a lot going on in the timeline, and I think Denis wants to do the, the story of Paul Atreides justice. Because I, I was one thing I was disappointed on because it scared me when I watched it as a kid was the spice fish. That's what I call it. I don't know what it is. You know the, yes. the fish and the thing. So and the entrance that gets. Yeah. It's so. But I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> when are they gonna bring the spice fish? Thankfully, it, they didn't. Yeah. So that must mean it must has a bigger role than. No. No. So the oh, thing about really? it is right. Oh. So what Darren is talking about is that the, in the David Lynch film in the opening segment, they yeah. completely explain how they do space travel. It's too much exposition that is not needed. The Dinny Villeneuve doesn't even bother with it. It just tells you the spice makes them travel through space. Here's a big fucking tube. That's how they travel. That was a good That's choice. It. That's, yeah, That's yeah. it. There's no space worms. 
There's no, you're, there's no fucking, you know, well, spice does fish. It, does it add anything to the story about Paul and the gang? No. no. Well, then fucking leave it in. One, another thing that, that I, what I, since you're, uh, uh, one thing that I was missing from, and I'm kind of wondering, because it did freak me out, maybe it was just to freak us out, but the, uh, the hard clubs. From the original that one. That freaked the shit out of me, and I was, was that just added, or was, is that a team? No, that was I'm trying to remember if the hard clubs were part of the original story. Because that but kept the whole... The, the difference with Baron Harkon so Baron Harkon was played by Stella Skarsgård in the new film yes Stellar Skateboard yeah and um, I have to say he is fucking phenomenal yeah. he is this presence that just seems to hover in the background at the beginning literally hover and then yeah, yeah. and then slowly but surely makes his way forward and you just get to see how vile he actually is yeah. Um, oh yeah, there was. I remember the picture of that person in the book in school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, slobby gross guy. See, they made him like in the original Baron Harkon was in the literal. He was all pustules and horrible. Yeah. And, I can't remember the name of the actor who played him. Yeah, I mean the actor who played him, but he was he was played really like uh, he was playing like a Scooby Doo villain. He was real over the top. Yeah. Kind of like real like. Yeah. First, the Skarsgård was just so sinister and threatening and. Just like with the first time we see him, he's in, he's out of focus, he's missing, yeah, yeah. and we don't get to see him fully. We just see that his back cracking as his support mm. system. Speaking of cracking someone's back, see that Professor Willow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, look, I could, I could. T- it's very dangerous here, folks. I could talk about doing all fucking yeah, night. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just, as you can probably guess, I definitely fucking love that movie. That's good, yeah. People, well, no, but you also would have been utterly heartbroken if it wasn't up to snuff. So sure. it's yeah. good to know that this glowing recommendation is coming from someone who was willing to be disappointed if it wasn't good. So that's good. It yeah. wasn't like no matter what they did would be good because that's absolutely not true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No, you're right. It is very, very true. Yeah. Um, so the other film that you all saw yeah. was uh, The Eternals, the new yeah. Marvel um, ensemble yeah. movie. Yeah. The, first, so, the first movie that they released with a brand new cast. We didn't, just, we didn't just go see Eternals, my friend. Okay. Myself and Ms. Jill and went to the Irish premiere. Q&A at the end with Barry Keoghan and the person doing the interviewing had this proper flat out smashy and nice well Barry has and I'm like okay so we absolutely have to know who that is he's definitely famous somebody on radio obviously he's been on radio a long time and who was it Someone that normies would know from 2FM, but we would know from Atlantic 252. It was Rick O'Shea that was interviewing him. Oh, right. So us and Baz and uh, Irish... I didn't say that to you, is that Rick O'Shea? You were like, no, no, no. Rick O'Shea knows his stuff. He does, yeah. He does. But but the but the but the smashy and icy patter is so funny when put beside Barry Kilgan. Yeah. Because Barry Kilgan's from the flats and his fucking mates from the flats were there and the whole middle row was for the flats and the lads were and what's her face was there as well. And Irish gold medalist boxer Kelly Harrington was there, motherfucker. There mates. Yeah, so she's really, really tiny. And I came home and I told Bros how tiny she was. And they went, yeah, they have weight classes in boxing. They're all, not all the same size. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so myself and Jill went to the Irish premiere with Baz Ashwani. We were up the stairs and um, we saw it in IMAX. We did? And it oh. is... Okay, in my opinion, I will go, I'll go first, Jill, because I suppose I'll let you. she been talking. she been <laughs> talking. They ain't no interrupting her now. For a start, by the way, they've been social distancing in every cinema I've been to or else I wouldn't have gone. They were not social distancing. This bitch, Disney, were lashing us in there beside each other, directly beside each other, leaving no spaces so that... Um, the pictures would look good, I don't know. But anyway, anyway, one thing that will be said is the ventilation was fully on and the ceiling is incredibly high, but... Mm. So, um, the movie started and then with a half an hour to go, it started. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful, it's lush, you can touch it, it's very tangible. The costumes are nearly too good because they're a character in the film and unfortunately some of the characters in the film weren't given a character in the film (laughs) the actors talking in their own fucking accents is like a drug and I never want to go back or get off it listening to Gemma Chan and Kit Harrington being posh Brits and listening to Richard Madden being a wee cunt and listening to (laughs) Barry Barry Keoghan going why is no one here 
uh, amazing, 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 amazing. So, absolutely, it seems like the entire film was shot at Magic Hour, so it must have taken 400 years to shoot it in a like, 25 minute window every evening. But, um, uh, so much going for it, but the problem with it was something that I don't think Chloe Zhao could have done anything about. It's space nonsense. Space nonsense is hard to make, you know, with massive themes like that, the possible destruction of the entire Earth. It's, uh, it's maybe it's a bit old hat to us these days, but two years ago it would have maybe been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, it's beautiful, it's got a lot going for it, but unfortunately, in my opinion, the only genuinely thrilling moment, by the way, the only person not using their own accent was... <clears throat> was uh, Angelina Jolie and it suited her in incredibly arch haughty accent suited her like goddess persona she was incredible in that film yeah. even though even though she was really um, it, uh, they tried uh, Kumail Nanjiani had to marvel it up and it's actually poorer for it the jokes Make the film kind of worse because it's either it should be po-faced and unapologetic so go this ain't your this ain't your teenage brothers Marvel movie this is about you know uh, this is about Bigger a giant and, yeah. a giant uh, universal program that these Eternals are part of and that they weren't necessarily aware of and how do you react to that and uh, find out you're part of a, a part of a machine they. Uh, the most thrilling part of the film is the second stinger sequence, and that's unfortunate for any film. But uh, uh, yeah, I will talk about that at the end of all this. Jill, what did you think? Um, I I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but I definitely came away from it going, "Well, that looked gorgeous." Um, well, that was a film. Yeah, that was a film. Um, can um, can I have can I just have um, an IPA? I, can, I don't know the menu or anything at hand. Just a just a, a nice IPA. All right, sure. Yeah, one can of the Galway Bay ones. Sorry. Can I get a pale ale, please? Pale ale, IPA. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So I yeah. So I came away from it thinking, look, gorgeous. Some of the the performances in it were amazing. Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. She's I was gone. all over. She's gone. All yeah. over. Like. Salma Hayek is a long time crush of mine. Jesus um, Christ. Yes. Ever since, I think, probably Dogma. Not um, still done? No, well, I saw Dogma first. Desperado, baby. I saw, Dogma, I saw Dogma first, and then I went back and saw Desperado. And what uh, I saw, yeah, she was Sarah Dindy in, in Dogma, and I thought she was amazing. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and she's so tiny as well. Like when she's, she's so tiny when she's like standing with her side. We're okay, we've just okay, ordered, thanks. She's a... She's a... Fuck off. Sorry. No, no. no I do like it because we were complaining. We're trying to get them to fuck on for a long time, Jill. So, the new drinking game is when we get asked, are we okay, have a shot. That's all I'm thinking. We're going to be pissed. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I have to agree with Kimber. Uh, on the whole, it's <laughs> for a change. <laughs> on the whole, like you know, the, the 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 fact that it's this massive big story and it has consequences on a universal level, not just local. When it comes to you know the other Marvel stories, it's like do you care. And I would be a fan of the. I would be a fan of well. I'm biased because it's Neil Gaiman, but his yeah, Eternals yeah. run at Marvel. I have, I have that in hardback. What are your favorite, what are your favorite treatments of Eternals in comics? The Neil Gaiman one. Yeah, definitely. the yeah. one I've read. So, so. Yeah, so I have it in hardback at home. It's gorgeous. It is. But beautiful. I will say this: I, I thought it was bold for Marvel to introduce a whole new ensemble cast in just one fucking movie. But yeah. I'll tell you what's really off-putting. Really, really off-putting. There's a love triangle. Gemma Chan's character is called Cersei, and the two fuckboys that are after her are Kit Harrington and Richard Madden. Yeah, so we weird. have to listen to Jon Snow and fucking Rob Stark telling Cersei the lover, no thanks. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. weird. No, I didn't click oh, it until now. That's wacky. Really wrong. That's wacky. Really yeah. wrong. Yeah. It's wacky. It's fun. It's crazy. It's <laughs> <that> crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they've actually, speaking of Kid Arrington, they've announced the Black Knight 
uh, series. I am, that's what ah. So he's getting a continuation because the Black Knight's a great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... Uh, if you don't want to hear about the stinger scenes, uh, go forward two and a half minutes. Maybe. Maybe this, more. This is your, no, no, this is your countdown. Three, two, one. See you in two and a half minutes. Fuck off. Bye. Okay, first stinger scene has the introduction of the Black Knight. Has Kit Harrington, who up to now has just been a human, uh, opening a box. A mystical box sword. with a magical yeah. sword wrapped in bloody rags. Well, so that's A. And B, I like to turn around and I turn, Brazzy saw Doom, and I turn around to Brazzy and say, what do you think, he's amazing, and uh, I says, gotta say, a lot of women are losing their wives, or a lot of men are losing their wives, and probably women losing their wives, to uh, Timothy Chalamet, spiritually. I said, I have to say, not that basic. Oh yeah, he does nothing for me. However, I'm not not basic, so see that Harry Styles, <laughs> 90 ways to Sunday. He shows up in Stinger number two. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Thomas's uh, brother, yeah. which is Eros. I was like, and I, I really thought, I don't know yeah, this one. But I, I don't really know this one. Thought, I really thought that the little uh, leprechaun character was Chris O'Dowd, but it was Pat Oswald doing a Chris he, O'Dowd impression. Would you not just? Get he's been in a few things. I was yeah. like, Chris, yeah, Chris O'Dowd was already in the Marvel universe, just as Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. yeah. But he, the character he was, in, he was in Tor too. Oh, he's a date of Natalie Portman. I have no, my Chris O'Dowd meter is not to be messed with. Seriously, from Puff and Rock to Tor 2, I'm fucking, I'll point out Chris O'Dowd right after. Oh, Baba needs to get home. I was about to say, the Jon Snow, is that going to be a TV show or an actual movie? TV series. Sorry, it's the Jon Snow. That's what I know, but I just And yet Jason Momoa is Aquaman. This is from a nerd perspective. I read because they mentioned the Ebony Blade and I'm like, and I already knew that Jon Snow was going to be the, the superhero. Well, if you can call him that, because it's a very dark story. Once you get that uh, that sword, it, it corrupts you and eventually yeah. makes you dark. And I know because it, uh, in one of the X-Men stories recently, uh, Captain Britain gets it. And you get to see him like um, Harry Styles, Captain Britain. He can get yeah, it. So here's the here's the weird thing. Go ahead, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 I'll, I'll finish up. But if if they've introduced this, then I got thinking because of that that X Men story when they had you know Captain Britain with the sword, and the fact that a uh, uh, a certain actor recently um, now again my brain has forgotten him, and I'm going to say Superman said that if he uh, yeah. he wanted to play a character, it would be Captain Britain. Yeah. So my brain got saying is like they dropped in they dropped in the Ebony. You see, I can remember it out of fucking objects. They dropped in the sword, they've now got the TV show. Is this leading up to that we're gonna see maybe Excalibur, maybe him yeah. playing Captain, uh, well, Captain, uh, yeah. I was gonna say uh, Captain America. The rumors are that Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill. Play Captain guys, Britain. Guys, and that sword is pivotal to Excalibur, because yeah. Excalibur deals yeah. with the magic, and they also have an X-Men in. So, so, so I'm like, so that's why, that little thing at the end. The thing at the end. This is yeah. all what if. What Darren, if until, yeah, we'll have to shut up and Darren, die. Oh, making, <laughs> see what you did there. We're making a new house rule. We have to do, it's called Darren's Law. I will bring a phone with names next time. No, I'm, no, just, no, I'm just sick of shutting no, up in the background. No, 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 it's not in the spirit of Darren's Law. Okay, Darren's Law I have is, a law. we have I'm to refer to actors by a role of theirs, but we can't use the same one. So Jill can call okay. him The Witcher, he can call him Superman. I have to call him, I have to find I'll a name man, man in, in the Mission. Mission. No, no, character from Shooters. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that barrel is getting scraped. Oh, was it the Duke of Gloucester? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Oh my god. Oh my god, Darren. That tickled me so much. Cause, but it's because I drank that oh, Please fast. let me know if I'm the only person that shoot with names and has to kind of remember them. Oh, it's no. way more entertaining to listen to you Supermances! <laughs> well, I'm pushing as a nerd here because I was like... like but it's more to X-Men. But on a side note, what, speaking of what if, yeah. do you remember the conversation that we had last time when we were given that about what I if? Was, I was given that about what if and the ending. And then what they, and did. Then what they did. Oh, we, we, we as, so. a, as a rule, we should we should not comment on, on, on Marvel. Well, no, until I, Marvel think, I think we kind of semi-called it because I was given out about the yeah. fact that that was a cliffhanger. Why did they yeah. give it up? Yeah, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like a multifaceted story. Oh, it was so yeah. cool what they you did. Know? It was very cool. I'd love to see, again, I'd love to see that on the on the big, big so, picture in life. Like Marvel, or DC, or Jesus Christ, Disney. 
Disney have announced. It's okay, Wayne. Have, you can call them DC. I've said it. Sure. You can start calling them DC if you want. Well, it's fine. They, they oh, have yeah, have released a plethora of of uh, of what's happening. Yeah. Um, over the next while, I have it here somewhere. Yeah. While Wayne's looking for that, can I tell you something that made me sad during the week? What made you sad? I was in a sh- no, 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 not me personally. For, on a on a global scale, uh, that sounds worse. No, it should be better. Um, idealistically, I really thought that uh, because Marvel had become so huge and trying to fold people in, that it wouldn't have as bro-y culture as DC does. But I was in a different ship posting group and someone would say, oh my god, this is every time I comment on anything on a Marvel fan group. As a woman, it turns out she gets absolutely fucking attacked every time she says anything about Marvel. Now, it could just be just someone I know in a different group. But the thing is, like, I would like to think that Marvel fans are just attacking everyone. I wouldn't like to think that women are being attacked in those groups because they're women and they think that women don't understand this stuff. That would be sad. Her experience has been bad. Hopefully it's just that they're so fucking amped that they can't behave. Hopefully they're abusing everyone and not just women. Because I do find that the DC fan culture is very, very broad up. Oh, yeah. In a way that it would make me sad if Marvel was also like that. There, I think we we touched on this before in podcast. Every element of uh, fandom has and that dickheads. has dickheads of that nature. But there's more in some than others. And the other thing is, just like when we see uh, when we see as Drag Race fans, we see queens turn around and go, "Stop doing this." To their own fans, saying, yeah. "Stop doing this. Stop defending me like this. I don't want help like this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are properties, intellectual properties that are going, oh, oh, you're being bro-y online, we've got gay characters now. Oh, there's a, there's a woman doctor now. You know, there's like, there are, and they're, they're trying to show that that is not reflective of the creative stuff that yeah. is happening in the fans, but it's not. But I feel like, uh, unless they actually cause outrage in their own little fandom by doing something the fans would hate that's that's a bit more inclusive they're never going to get rid of the cancerous element there's the always going to be cancerous element. Will, yeah. so why is it so so noticeable in some places compared to others why are the fucking doctor who fans so mental why are they they're fucking mental they are yeah when yeah. i say that as a doctor who yeah fan, yeah, yeah. Um, i i don't know i don't understand it i think I don't get the whole Doctor Who fandom. I really don't. I kind yeah. of separate myself from it. I are they really at... young? Are they really old? Are they really bitter? It's old. They're like, they can't open up the change, which is weird if they're true friends. It's, it's ironic. Yeah. It's yeah. ironic. Because I had to. It's funny. They I, the I delete. I, well, not deleted, but I unfriended and got out all the out of all the groups that I was in from Doctor Who and whatnot because right. I was sick of the hate. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I'm in any kind of group yeah, with any of the things I'm I unfollowed the main Doctor Who social media account. Wow. wow. So they've managed to do that to you guys. But again, I, I always hope that if people just ignore the shitheads, that they'll eventually go fuck off. But here we have a situation where the, where the dickheads have gotten rid of the yeah. reasonable people, yeah. which is Yeah, but I mean, like, it's weird with the Doctor Who fandom because I don't understand why it's so toxic, given the message of the show. Yeah. I yes. think the only time yeah. I've ever seen a huge kind of label or company embrace a toxic behaviour of a fandom. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Exactly. That is is the epitome to me in my mind of the embodiment of throwing your toys out of the pram so much until somebody goes, right, just give them what they want. It's that kid that is making so much racket at the supermarket because they they want chocolate. They just give them chocolate to shut them the fuck up. And that's what we got. And it was (laughs) underwhelming. those, Those kids to be dickheads and that's yes. it and, and they think that they shouted loud enough so therefore they can do it again so they tried it again with the Iyer Cup but nobody listened when it came to the Suicide with the Squad David oh, Iyer oh yeah Iyer yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, still yeah. happening that's Ooh. still people are still going release the David Iyer Cup but David Iyer is going to release yeah, the David he still stoked the flame of that to kind of boost it a bit yeah. but the thing about the Zack Snyder thing I think that was the epitome of toxic fandom and being letting listened them, to and yeah. letting them do their thing. Yeah. Legitimizing them. Cool. Yeah. Um, Whereas the people saying Sonic the Hedgehog shouldn't have teeth were correct. Mm. <laughs> and their response was, here's a picture I did. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> and they no, were correct. I, I get that. I get that. Uh, like, that's the creative 
just the, the creative team just doing something that was completely out of whack. Yeah. What I didn't agree with was the fact that the creative team that were making the film then had to work like triple shifts yes. in order to get, to get it resolved. Yeah, that was a bit horrible. Like, and get it yeah. time for release. Like, Honestly, it would have been really hard to look at in the Yeah, it would have so been like... They could have pushed out the release yeah. rather than fucking burning yeah. out their creative team. Don't, don't overwork the crew. Bit, but they could have done more. Could have done more. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But capitalism, baby. Yeah, yeah money. Baby. Mm. Now, what were you saying? Wait, what's coming? I told Nell one to have manners today in the shop. She was warning at the staff in Tesco. And I said, have manners. She <laughs> just looked at me like... Hang on, you're kind of old. You can't talk to me like this. <laughs> Did she shut up though? Uh, 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 she was I'm very right. shocked. We're, we're, we're okay, thank you. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, okay. But it is. Some people are waiting to be told, which is also annoying. It's like. About manners, that is. I, I just think, I mean, the thing about it is, is that they're going to go. The, the bottom line is, they're going to go where the money is. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, they're going to go where the money is. Yeah. And that being said, though, so much was invested in the Snyder Cut, the money that went into that to remake that movie, because that's what it was. It was a remake of what yeah, originally was, was a job. Yeah. 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 Like, they filmed a load of extra scenes. There was a load of extra special effects put into it. It was full of, The colour grading was completely redone. There was a rake of shit done to it. I sat and I watched the whole fucking whatever part, how many parts of it. Yeah. It was a passable superhero film. The reason why we're talking about, I think I'm, I want to talk about this now is, is that I can't help but draw comparisons to looking at what DC did with their superhero films in yeah. the way they were made to the way Eternals was made. They were, yeah. Eternals they, yeah, seems to have nobody a. Nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted Eternals. Uh, nobody was begging for it. They just did it. And they gave it to um, kind of a. Here, write this down, Darren. Here's one. It's coming. Can she get it out? Uh, for a similitudinous director. Wow. Wow. And very kind of authentic. Kind of, Barry Kilgan hasn't had acting lessons. He hasn't been to acting school. Now he's, 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 he's in the next. He's in the next. Um, uh, he's in the next. Our playwright. Our favorite. Uh, intermission McDonough yes he's in the next McDonough joint but uh, he's, he's amazing but this naturalistic performance is where he wanted talk about a naturalistic performance we were me and Jill were looking at the stage and he was doing he was sitting back he obviously had a few wee glasses of red wine at dinner and the big lads at the door I'm like they either work for the cinema and are very burly or they're Disney lads like yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. he has not had his media training yet, yeah yeah, so yeah. Like, <laughs> Can, can I say that, babe? Can, can I, I say it? Yeah, can I say it? And then he's, uh, he comes out and, and they were doing a Q&A and I asked a question from the shop. Why not? And I said, um, did you get to keep any of your wardrobe? And he goes, oh, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. Came back after the Christmas and the DVD reshoots. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> this kid's living his best life. Living his best life, and and uh, very, very, very authentic, and just it was just it was really beautiful, but it's just really fragile. The the, the thread of what was going on. Yeah. Argu arguably, the themes were massive, but it was it was it was a film, and it was happening in front of us, and it was a visual feast. But that's where it ended. Now, why am I back on this? Oh yeah. So nobody was asking for this, nobody wanted it, there's such a tepid a a apprehension for it and uh, the promotion is kind of uh, just the stars doing interviews and um, uh, look at Galerius, look at him. They turned the fucking world up. Can I, I was seeing videos of all the actors being interviewed and fucking everywhere. all sorts of places. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, can I say I will say a few things about turn. Like I actually happened. Like oh, I, I, knew people, I knew people were uh, were giving out about it. Um, I actually enjoyed it because it, it was new. Because it was because I I I actually personally I actually as a Marvel fan and whatnot I didn't know much about Eternals. I yeah. actually know I tell a lie. I know one thing about the. Uh, what are the big guys again? The big gods called? I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, the lads oh, the inside the big Jack the Kirby. And the big, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. The Celestials. They're in now. Which we've this, seen before yeah. in Guardians. This is a spoiler to, but it's not if you're in the comics. But there's certain times in Avengers uh, where you see their bases inside a Celestial's head on Earth, and I was like, what the fuck? 
And uh, yeah, you, you can, this, this movie shows you things that you might have not seen before and wanted to, and it opens up uh, things for the future. It was nice for them to do it. But I will say, when I finished watching it, the one thing I was saying is, it's a damn shame that they gave us that shit in humans movie. Because if they hadn't, we would have gotten in. If that would have been in humans instead of what we got, we would have got. We would have gotten an Inhumans uh, movie. And considering for a time that when when uh, Marvel were trying to get X Men back, they stopped doing all the comics and they pushed uh, Inhumans as the new X Men, and they were good. The stuff I read was good. That when we got the TV show, it was it was such a shame because they might not want to touch that again. But maybe this is their kind of right. We'll see what it, uh, th this movie does. If it does well, we could bring back in humans. And now this is also me going to go and if you've done that, uh, no. Uh, as I said, I'd much prefer X Men, but they were. It would be cool to see them. But anyway, I, well, sorry, wrapping it up. I I I enjoyed it. I I I, um, I can see everyone's point about there is too much special effects. The cat. It was kind of like those. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. The most unbelievable part of it that I found was how fucking empty Camden was during that sequence. Camden <laughs> yeah. is yeah. never that empty. It's a pandemic. Um, I will say though. More like Camdemic. Oh! oh. Get him! Dad joke 4000. Um, one of the things about. Uh, that's the seventh thing. Special effects? Special effects. Special effects. Um, Anyway, yes, hello. Uh, well, one thing, uh, we know someone who does interviews with the stars, and I used to send in good questions, and now I just send in shit questions that he can't use in his interviews with the stars. <laughs> that I would actually like asked, but aren't any use, because he can't ask, because you've got like four and a half minutes to ask two people lots of questions. So I, I do, yeah. Yeah, I'm just spamming at this point. Um, Darren, you will be happy to hear that Disney have announced a new X-Men thing. What? On that? What? So, they are bringing back the original X-Men cartoon. They are doing a sequel based on the comic book X-Men 97. Which the original creators of the cartoon and the original cast of the cartoon. Yep. So, they're basically... Um, they're basically uh, bringing it back. They're doing the sequel to the um, original X-Men cartoon. Yes! <laughs> Young Darren is going to go, yes! Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been uh, like, uh, well, it's taken me two years, but I finally started uh, painting my uh, Crisis. I got all the X-Men that I could back, back then, but uh, they've been all done in the colors of the cartoon. Like, Wolverine oh, is, the, is the yellow and yellow the blue. blue. And because... Uh, who, who doesn't know the cartoon, right? Yeah. Um, but, oh, that's, that's fucking brilliant news. Yeah, yeah, so that was one of the announcements they made today, uh, where they're, they're doing the, uh, the uh, X-Men cartoon, um, with all the original cast members, everyone's coming back. And uh, the creators, and, uh, like, the, everything is going to be the same. So it's just they're following on the story. But that's, I love that with, like, it was like when they did the... Damn it, my brain is gone. But like they've done it with other TV shows that they brought it back, and they've been going with cartoons now. So like the Justice, no Justice League, that's been still still happening now. Like the cartoon, should I say? So yeah, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and then you had the new Justice, uh, the Young Justice. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's that when Justice just, League Dark. Yeah, with all that yeah, stuff. But I've, I've been watching that. I haven't watched the, the the latest series. But anyway, sorry. Yes, I can't wait. I'm not yeah. That's when my brain suddenly shut down. Like, stuff we haven't talked about like they 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 they, they, they apparently there's a teaser for Moon Knight that we haven't watched that they put up with Oscar yeah, Isaac and She-Hulk she um, and, and they've also announced Echo who was the first uh, Native American um, superhero <laughs> she's going to be a spin-off from the Hawkeye series that's debuting uh, next week um, so there's loads going on loads going on with Disney and this is the thing like yes Disney owns everything now they own everything now but this is like <laughs> the, big, the big Marvel uh, announcements. They had some Disney announcements as well. They're remaking Rescue Rangers. What? Ch -ch 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 Chip and Dale! Yep. So, do you know who's playing Chip and Dale? No. Please be Ben Schwartz. Nope. Uh, you're not. Well, are you far off? Yeah. You're, uh, who's the guy from uh, Brooklyn Nine? Nine. Which one? The guy. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Oh and John Mulvaney are playing oh, yeah. Chip and Dale. Oh, yeah. Good 
Casting. Oh. Um, they're playing Chippendale in the Rescue Rangers. Yeah, John Mulvaney can do no wrong, in my opinion. I'm watching the new series. Except to his wife. I'm Sorry. watching. I'm watching the new series, Big Mate. Yeah, it's fucking. I want to make sure I got his name right. Yeah, John Mulaney. Yeah. John Mulaney. Yeah. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. From SNL. Yeah. The yeah. guy from The Lonely Island, right? No, uh, no. Andy Samberg from The Lonely Island, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the actor who looks like, um, like, so, like Ryan Turberty had a workout. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like good looking. Kid gorgeous. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan yeah. Turberty. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, him. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. They're bros. Yeah, so they're Mates. doing Chippendale, um, so Rescue good. Rangers, they're doing that, and uh, so yeah, there's a rake of shit that Disney have dropped. Uh, New Obi Wan um, <gasps> teaser, not a trailer, but they're showing art from the show, and it's an interview with Hugh McGregor saying how great it is to be back as Obi Wan. He can finally like, so did he, Does he say how long he was keeping it secret? I don't know. I'm like, because he's joked about it. I'm like, come on, let us know how long is this? Has it really? Have they the, the contract? But the, the actual uh, CGI to do it won't happen yeah. for three years. But we've got you locked in. All right. That's what I want to know. So, yeah, so that, that has dropped. There's a, there's a bit of stuff, because everyone's given out because all they did was really release titles of things. And, yeah. And title cards. There was no, there was no trailers. So it's all stuff that's kind of like... Fuckers don't like a need anything else. You don't need Most anything else. Well, trailers would be nice. Darren's little face. I immortalise Darren's little face. you think about it though, for all the, like we give out, yeah. We no. give out about the fact that if somebody drops too many trailers. Yeah, we give out about it. Yeah, fucking yeah, stop. Yeah, like, like this whole thing, everyone keeps asking for a new Spider-Man trailer, but no. some prick leaked a lot of screenshots from it. Not looking. And they've released screenshots of like multiple cast members, and I, and without tagging this shit on social media. So you're on social media and all of a sudden, burp, burp, and everyone's like, fuck you, unfollow, fuck off. Like, yeah. that, like it's that kind of bullshit. You're like, people want to know, they can find out. But don't, don't go lit show and yeah. I, I don't like people that leak it because it's unintentional. You're going to be sitting there and it's like, it's like oh yeah, that's your man who we know is going to happen because that asshole leaked it. It's like the unsolicited dick pic. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't show me those trailers. I'll find it on my own. Yeah. Speaking of trailers, um, has anybody seen the trailer for the live action Cowboy Bebop? Yes. yes. I've I, seen, I've next dropping next Friday. Next I'm Friday. very excited. I'm very excited. There's, they've showed multiple trailers. There was one where there was like a little pre preview or like yeah. a, a preview story yeah, yeah. Um, and then they show the trailer of like parts of the show and then yeah. they did kind of like they're, they're constantly doing I, th- I don't think they need to do this but they are doing this they're doing side by side comparisons of the anime and the show yeah. on Twitter so why, I don't mind like, that would be kind of cool to see has there been a successful one a successful what uh, anime adaptation uh, apart from like uh, yeah has there so uh, Death Note was terrible. Uh, Evangelion was terrible. Evangelion uh, hasn't been adapted. No, it never no, was. No, uh, Scarlett Hansen was in. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell was not terrible. Okay, yeah. good, good. It wasn't. Yep, that's my question. Some what people, some good? people decried it because of the casting, but they if you watch actually, it, you understand. If, but, uh, the actual the, movie itself yeah. is yeah. very yeah, good. But even, yeah, yeah like as well. If you ignore the whitewashing. <laughs> yes. But it's not even that. It's never said in the original story that That's Major Kusanagi is in any way, yeah. her shell is in any way, has an ethnicity. Yes. It's, it doesn't say it. And, yeah. and like none of them in it. Like, like if you look at the cast in the original Ghost of Shell anime, if you look at it in, in the fucking manga, yeah. uh, by Tom, it's not there, there's there's multi-raced characters in there yep, and Kusanagi's ethnicity is never revealed and they actually use it in a way that I it didn't I didn't think the Ghost in the Shell film was that bad I mean I'm sorry but uh, beat Katashi Katano as the head of the section was fucking inspiring in that movie the moment where he so they tried to accost him in his car and he has it's just pure beak yeah. it's pure yeah. beak and it's so good I'm, I'm sorry but that film did not get enough praise for what it got right yes. never mind what people think it got wrong it's kind of overshadowed it is yeah the it was the scary thing with Cowboy Bebop is that again I have fond memories of that because I didn't know much if if if, if at all about like anime and whatnot and TV shows going and I remember going over to a friend of mine's at the time and he goes Dar I want you to watch just this 40 seconds and it's the church grenade scene oh yeah and I watched it and I was like what the fuck is that and he kind of goes this is what it's called go watch it go now he actually said go now even though I was showing up to watch something and he goes like 
and come back to me when you've watched, if not the entire series back to back, but come back to me. And it's, I was so good. Like, yeah, it's, I, a, I it's a limited about series it. and there's a movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't know. Oh uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, not not a not a live action movie. But um, I, that's why I'm like, oh, this is a big. They, there's going to be a lot of eyes on this. So fair play for them for saying, yeah, we're going to make a live action, and the casting's great. I just. I'm, I'm hyped for it. I, 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 I'm I so looking forward to it. I started watching the cartoon recently because I'm like, it's, yeah. cool. it's, it's there on Netflix going, Daryl, there. watch me again. Come on. I do. Spike's Regal is one of the best characters. Yeah. Not Faye and everyone else. My only worry is they don't have, um, they don't have Ayn. I don't think Ayn is in the, in the um, live action. I haven't seen them in the trailer. We Weird. should date them and see. Yeah. Um, While we're talking about, um, uh, Manga and anime. Can I say hello to Leanne Hamilton if she gets here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leanne! And I hope you find her, her on the internet. Uh, I, I gave Leanne all the avenues to go down to find the podcast, so there we go. Um, You've provided her the map. The journey is now hers. Exactly, yeah. All I can do is, is you know, lead you the way. That's pretty much all I can do. Um, yeah, so we need to pick the winner of our D&D uh, giveaway prize from, um, from Double City Comics. The Curse of Strad revamped edition, okay? Yeah. Now, I did say on social media that we were going to go live on Facebook to do this. Yes. Okay. So I think we need to wrap up the podcast. Okay. And then go do it. Okay. And then finish our drinks. Okay. Because you ladies have to go somewhere tonight. Well, we got to go tit about in a few hours. We should be all right, though. Yeah. You gotta go queue up and stuff and get into the place and show your Eventbrite tickets and stuff. So, yes. Um, so, uh, we're gonna sign off with that rambling chat about all sorts of shite. Uh, this has been podcast. I've been Wayne. I've been Jail. I've been Kim. Uh, I've been Darren. Uh, until the next time, folks, stay safe, look after yourselves, take it handy. And your wheelies.